We're talking about the history of humanity and how we have been influenced. And it's like, we, we deserve to know that. And we deserve the technologies that are being suppressed because it's really just keeping us in that prison. Hello, and thanks for tuning in to the It Can't Be a Joke podcast. This is a place where we have open dialogue about a variety of different topics, such as non-human intelligence, corruption exposure, spirituality, and ancient history and mythology. Our mission is to expose the truths and knowledge that have been kept from humanity for all too long. With support and global consciousness, our aim is to bring down the military, pharmaceutical, banking, and oil industrial complexes who are responsible for endless wars and keeping half the world in poverty. I'm Melissa Green. And I'm Kevin Kelly. Let's blast off. Let's. Hello, and thanks for tuning in to episode three of the It Can't Be a Joke podcast. It is January 15th, and we are going to be talking about coronal mass ejections and EMP blasts that could affect our power grid. That's the main topics that we're going to be covering today. We're going to get right into it. But first, I wanted to talk to you guys about what Kevin and I have been up to on the weekends. So last Saturday, we went to a gun training class. Is that what they're called? Yeah, like a license to carry. You got to take classes to figure out how to use guns and operate guns and to mm. get them legally. We're up in Massachusetts, but there are so many laws about how to travel with a gun. It differs from state to state. So it was such an important class to take because we don't want to have to use guns ever. We're not gun people. I've never had one. Never had a gun in my life. Never really wanted one. We have great military and we have great infrastructure that will help protect us when things go wrong. Mm-hmm. It seems a little scary right now. Though. So the guy that taught us the class is a retired police officer, and he really knew his stuff, and it was cool because now we're comfortable loading and unloading a gun. We know how to carry it, and he just mentioned that it's been harder and harder to even own a gun shop because there's so many laws about what you can sell, where did you get it. There's a lot of rules and regulations that you need to Make sure that you're up to date on and that you know what's going on. And if you're out in the Massachusetts area, the gun class we took was operated by Mike Mallard. So if you're if you're listening to this episode, thank you. It was a really educational class and we'll probably be hitting you up down the road for some more information and maybe some training classes. Yeah, he had a selection of uh, different firearms that we got to practice shooting after a huge pre- presentation that was awesome. His company's name is Precision Safety Training, LLC. And yeah, if you're out in the Massachusetts area, um, definitely hit him up if you are interested in, you know, really using your, your Second Amendment right of being able to at least own a gun for protection at your home or if you want to go hunting, whatever. We're thinking about maybe taking that up too. We were talking about that. I've never hunted and it might, it's a little, I know, feel really sad. But yeah. at the same time, if you use all the parts of the animal like Native Americans used to do, it could be mm-hmm. a really beneficial thing. Another side note, we did get a little new puppy. We did. We have a new brother in the family. Yep, little Wallace. Little Wallace. And Rose is a big sister now, and she's going to be such a good big sister. Yes, she's she's already super excited. Still getting used to having a lo- another little pup run around, but they're, they're going to be having a blast. He's a little English golden. And we actually got Wallace from Just Behaving Golden Retrievers 
from Dan. He is an awesome golden breeder, and he's got a great setup. The dogs are extremely happy there. And highly recommend if you're out in the Massachusetts or even the you know East Coast area, you should definitely look up Just Behaving Golden Retrievers. Yep. He's a great pup. Thanks, Dan. Thanks, Dan. He's so adorable. So you'll be seeing him on some posts online. So we're going to get into our main topic of the day, our power grid, which is a little outdated. Kevin, you mentioned in the intro, what was that? EMPs and the Carrington event, which is brand new to me. So yeah, a few weeks ago on December 28th, uh, I made a poll on Instagram asking if there was going to be an internet outage in 2024. Most people responded no or I don't know, you know, what what's going on. Um, some people shot a message over, like, what, why would there be an internet outage? And basically, in late November, I read an article on X, because that's where I like to get most of the news. But basically, it said that there's going to be a solar storm, a CME, which stands for a coronal mass ejection that is going to be hitting planet Earth. And I'm like, what does that mean? And humanity, it doesn't injure you directly. It's set to take place. And there was basically an event that happened back in 1859 was the original event when it was first documented. And basically the only electricity that they had at that point was the telegraph line that they were getting set up. So, you know, those all got fried and those all broke down. And it was a big deal at the time. But for the most part, people weren't using electricity yet so it wasn't wasn't a big deal yeah we got to refix the telegraph lines hopefully this doesn't happen again but we've had knowledge about this event we knew why why it really happened and we still haven't done anything to fix our infrastructure and we're going to get more into you know measures that have been pushed to try to get this fixed but there hasn't really been much traction they haven't done anything to prepare for when the, it happens the next time. Right. They I aren't preparing us. There's over 3,000 private companies in the United States that they run our power. Pretty crazy. Seems a little bit like a, a monopoly because they have so many lobbyists that try to get anything pushed down that would make them have to pay money or to change the current way that things are. Mm-hmm. But yeah, this, so, this CME, Solar Storm, Carrington event, all is pretty much in the same loop. And right now we are in the heaviest that it's been in 150 years. So the coronal mass ejections that come from the sun, they collide with the Earth's magnetosphere. What we've learned, our power grid and electronics can take up to 8 volts per meter. And this solar storm coming up would produce 80 volts per meter. Right now, our system is set up to withstand, yeah, just like you said, 8 volts. And a CME will put 80, I believe it's 80 volts per meter. Our systems can handle 8 volts per meter or kilometer. I can't remember exactly how um, it was worded, but... Yes. And this event is 80 volts. So it's not able to withstand, and it will basically fry the microchips. Our electronics in our homes, but also mm-hmm. on the power grid. So if you can imagine, today we rely solely on electricity. Everything that we do involves electricity. Our food is kept safe through electricity. Everything. Our water. Your phones aren't going to work. Your phones won't be able to charge. The cell towers would be down. And you can't pump your gas because pumping the gas is run off electricity too. So So everything's part of this grid, 
which is a huge reason why we've started talking about this to you guys is our last episode was CE5, but that is that energy that Tesla talked about. That's what we need to be running on. And that's, we're a hundred years behind right now. Right. So it runs, everything is in the grid. It, it connects up to those big transformers and like the telegraph back in 1859, it just comes in and fries everything in those transformers even back in 1859 people who were working as operators got like electrocuted they had to go to the hospital so yeah it doesn't really injure humans but the mass blackout that it would cause that would be the big killer yeah and it unless you're working on an electric like electronics at that time then it then it might injure you if mm-hmm. you're on the piece that's if, suddenly fried if you're climbing up those 5g towers i would assume something would happen to those people it's not even safe to live near a 5g tower right and that's a whole another topic that's mm-hmm. that will we'll, emf we'll be, blockers yeah we'll, we'll be diving that into later. that um but yeah everything really revolves around electricity so if basically what we want to raise awareness if the power went out for a year. They say that about 90%, let's say in, in the United States, if yeah. the power went out for a year, about 90% of people would die over mm-hmm. a year through starvation, through disease, because how are you going to get your food? There's no communication mm-hmm. to you. So we are all, the, the hardest places that it would hit would be the cities. Cities, yeah. New York. I would imagine that certain parts are going to be way worse, but obviously cities. Yeah. You, if you live in the country and you have some agricultural skills, like we live right by a lake. We've do you you have a well in your front yard. Yeah. And I, I want to get a generator set up so if the power does get shut off that we have a generator that would at least last for a little bit and then hopefully yeah. we could fill it up with propane or gas if we could find any if anything was to happen. We're not trying to be doom and gloom. Mm-hmm. We're just trying to prepare everything. And well, and you were um, really researching Saturday night into Sunday yesterday because of the YouTube clip you saw of Tucker Carlson interviewing uh, the actor Dennis Quaid, who I've always liked. He's done some great movies. Yeah. He was saying that this is, he worded it interestingly. He said there's a 100% chance this could probably happen. It's it's just a matter of time of when. So when you heard that, you were just like, I couldn't sleep. you didn't even sleep that night. <laughs> I didn't sleep. Um, I was just like, okay. Which was great for the new puppy. Yes. It was his hmm. first night, first night in the house. Yeah. I was up just first. I saw it on just a post on X talk, you know, Tucker Carlson saying power grid's going to go down. So I was very, I wanted to check into that and I watched the interview between Tucker and Dennis, and I highly recommend checking that. It's on YouTube. And then Dennis's, his new project, his documentary that he released, which we also watched, mm-hmm. is called Grid Down, Power Up. And that's going to dive into pretty much everything that we're talking about now. It'll give you even more details. Our infrastructure, how it's all set up, and it could collapse whenever this mass ejection happens again. There was one that we... Um, he'll talk about it in the documentary that in 2014, there was one that missed us by like five days. And it was yeah. huge. 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 It, I didn't hear about that in the news. We didn't hear about it. They they want to keep everyone just kind of in their bubbles, doing their their same 
routines. We don't want to scare the masses. Mm-hmm. Well, you could at least prepare the masses for if this does happen. Yeah. I was posting on Instagram, but remember that part where they were talking about how they could... Obviously, with non-human intelligence and, you know, all the reverse engineering that's been done by the industrial complexes, we have the, the knowledge and technology and power to stop this, but they're not doing it. They won't let it get past. They'll, so right, the, the yeah. patent, if someone finds a way to make free energy, and there has been multiple inventors that have found this, starting out with Nikola Tesla, the, the greatest of all time, pulling energy from the magnetic... Goat. He's the goat. <laughs> He's the goat. And he discovered zero-point energy, which is pulling electricity and energy out of Earth's magnetic field, and it's free. It generates more power than it uses. Way more. And it, it would pull from that. And then, you know, they take when he died, the FBI or CIA went and took all of his inventions. They've held them back. But other inventors have come out with different forms of free energy. They're not all the same. Some are better than others. But it won't get past the patent office because they'll either get bought out mm-hmm. or they it won't get approved and they'll mm-hmm. or they'll get threatened with their life. Yeah. So he said that Trump tried to get it passed and he couldn't. Trump and Obama, they mm-hmm. were trying to push this through different initiatives. They wanted to get it fixed, um, but it got stuck in the lobbying stage. You know, we got lobbyists who mm-hmm. try to. It's well, another thing that's interesting that I would love to talk about is lobbyists and what mm-hmm. the. If there's something beneficial for humanity that's going to happen, there shouldn't be anything that holds that back. There. And it's power and greed because the grid that's our grid that's set up, there's like a huge grid in the West. There's another one that just like covers all of Texas and the third from like the Midwest to the East. They're all privately owned. Whoever is leading those those companies, they, they don't want to lose their money and they're, you know, worried about their own millions and billions that they're raking in. But Yeah, and they're in most countries the grid that everyone pulls from is privately owned. Except European countries, like Russia was mentioned, they don't have everything on a chip. Can you explain oh. that better to them? You said it was like yeah. the old school TV tubes. So Dennis Dennis and Tucker were talking about that, how, you know, in the United States, we have, we use microchips for a lot of stuff like in our TVs, computers, whatever. And I'm sure that they do still in Russia and China, but they've invested heavily in vacuum tubes. And I believe that that's like what the TVs back in the day, you know, when you tried to carry your TV from room to room and it weighed 150 pounds and you and your brother had to do it and you threw out your back when you were in eighth grade. <laughs> and it's like those things were so heavy. I believe that the vacuum tubes that were in those are way more strong and not as susceptible to being damaged by a CME. So I think that the infrastructures of places like Russia and China might be better equipped for something like this. So we're definitely behind. And back to Obama and Trump, the executive orders that they tried to get through, um, getting stuck with the lobbyists, they, to get this fixed, they mentioned that it would be, Dennis and Tucker, when I say they, they mentioned it would be around $100 billion to fix. Now, we just sent that over to Ukraine. And I, mm-hmm. there's nothing wrong with sending aid to countries that are at war that we're, we're allies with. But at the same time, if we have an issue here, 
Let's be spending our tax dollars to make sure that we're protected if something does happen, a sun, you know, the CME, the Carrington event, or there's another thing that they're mentioning. And we've all heard, if you've played Call of Duty, you know what an EMP is, the electromagnetic pulse. They could send on a nuke out to space 500 miles, 600 miles, you wouldn't see an explosion, mm -hmm. but they could blow up an EMP out there and it would have the same exact effect as a CME, a Carrington event, coming back to Earth and wiping it out. So they're not going to send a nuke over. I don't think we need to be worried about nukes blowing up. Mm -hmm. We need to be worried about EMPs taking down our power grid because that would be the most devastating thing that would happen to our country, to anyone, yes. to any country. It's a worldwide problem. They say something this powerful could last anywhere from two months to two years. And if it did last one to two years, that 90% of the population wouldn't survive. It's terrifying. Just think about that and think why. I just wanted to briefly mention Duke Energy Corp is one of the biggest corporations that own the grids here in the U.S. The Vanguard Group, BlackRock Black Fund. Rock. Black, that's that's what people are talking about. One of the most corrupt and mm -hmm. evil kind of organizations out there that they pretty much run the world. Yes. So the Vanguard Group and Charles Schwab have some of the largest stakes. Okay. Schwab and BlackRock? Is, and BlackRock. Wow. So there you go. Yeah. And so if the power goes out for one to two years and we're living in a time where you can't call your family wherever they live, if you don't live in the same city. Yeah, you can't call if, anybody. If you can't get a hold of anybody, if you can't even call the police because now they're protecting their family, it would be wild, wild west. Mm -hmm. And if the power goes out, my, my biggest question is, do you want to be protected and at least feel that you have some protection? If, Prepared. If things start going back to people raiding homes for food and... Because if there's no way to get food, people are going to get desperate. And I'm not, I'm not trying mm -hmm. to scare everybody. I'm just saying I want everyone to be prepared and to have food and to have protection to protect your family, your loved ones, and your friends. I mean, it's a good idea to be prepared for any kind of event because they compare this to what happened in Texas in 2021. Mm -hmm. The big snowstorm, there was like, what, 254 people at, you know, that's on the low end that died. Um, there was and two a, days of no power. Yeah. So it's, really? yeah. So it's like, you just should prepare for that anyway. Hence the license to carry cert certification and just, you know, teaching yourself. Getting food. Yeah. Teaching yourself skills that don't require technology. Right. You know, those are going to become really important. Growing your own garden mm -hmm. your own plants you know if, wherever you are if you're in nebraska you can start growing some corn in your backyard if you're out in massachusetts you could feel Tomatoes. a little bit at home yeah <laughs> <laughs> but i yeah the main thing is get get food and make sure that you can protect yourself because right now most most people don't know about the storm that's going on and what could happen i mean even if it's in 2026 if something happens in 2027 Mm -hmm. We're not guaranteed that we're just going to have this happy life that will work till we're retired. Then we can retire and chill at the lake all day. Mm -hmm. That's never guaranteed if we're looking throughout history. it's We, we learn about the tragic events that happen throughout history. Just because it's 2024 and we have this technology that is absolutely insane doesn't mean that that's going to last forever. Amen to that. They weren't even ready for free energy and that kind of lifestyle 
back in the early 1900s. When are they going to be prepared for it? When are they going to be ready to do that with humanity as a whole team? J.P. Morgan was funding Nikola Tesla to come up with a good form of energy that they could charge money for. Nikola Tesla invented free energy. And J.P. Morgan said, well, that's not going to work because you can't you can't charge people for it. You can't put a meter on it. You can't. Mm-hmm. And so that's when it didn't get pushed forward. He didn't get any more funding for his research. And that's why we don't have it. We could be living in a time where energy wasn't something that you had to worry about. But we are dependent on at the coal fire plants that are burning the coal for electricity right Mm -hmm. or even nuclear plants same thing it still requires electricity to work those plants and then everything gas for your cars it's that construct that this elite group is saying this is how you need to live your life this is how you need to run and i if if you hear me mentioning the cabal or the illuminati on any of my posts that's who we're talking about we're talking about the elites that Mm -hmm. They literally do. It's the Wizard of Oz. They have the control and they're watching and they're playing their board game and it's mm-hmm. not yeah. acceptable. Their little puppet show. Their puppet show. Another thing that I've that I, that really stuck out to me in their interview was him saying it's 100% going to happen. Not even 99%, not 95, not 80% sure. He says 100%. That it's going to happen. And he's known about this for 10 years. He's got friends in the industry and he's really passionate about it. And I'm like, is Dennis Quaid the only celebrity that's using his platform to talk about this? Right. Seems Crazy. Like, seems like a stand-up dude. Yeah. He's not He's not afraid to speak his mind. He's not bought, mm-hmm. is what it sounds like. And that means, yeah. Dennis, you are the man. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, the 100% chance is that's like really stuck out to me. You could wonder why I wasn't able to get any sleep. And I wanted to make sure Puppy was sleeping well. Another item that they mentioned is when when it hits, that there's a 50% probability that it'll hit us. 50% probability because whatever side of the earth is facing the sun, that's the side that would take the big hit. So it's either the eastern hemisphere or the western hemisphere. Either way, this is a worldwide thing. Like, 100% chance that it will happen eventually, and then it's either going to be half of the world you're living in or not. And it's it's a worldwide event, so everybody needs to be prepared for this. So that was another big one. So it's 100% chance it's going to happen, 50% chance it happens to us. Yeah, I was thinking in my head it was going to affect the whole planet, no matter where you were an EMP blast that could do this and completely destroy our infrastructure. I, I want to get into that topic in, a, in another podcast. I, I think mm-hmm. that that would warrant its own. But yeah. if you've heard of Project Bluebeam, do a little research. That's the New World Order Illuminati's way that they want to get rid of 90% of the population. Does that is that why nothing has been pushed through to help curb this problem? Look up Project Bluebeam. We're going to do a podcast on it, but you might want to dive into it a little bit. And piggybacking on that, it also made me wonder why you see so much on X articles popping up up about everyone who's building their own bunkers. Mark Zuckerberg has one. Everyone's preparing themselves for a catastrophic event like this. And I want to know, why is everyone getting their bunkers all set up now? You got Zuckerberg that we know is building a bunker. We got Bill Gates, who is also... He's probably had a bunker for a while. Bill Gates, one of the most... Corrupt, corrupt evil men on, disgusting on the planet. human being 
look more into that. Why are we listening to that idiot? He's a businessman. So why are we taking his advice on vaccines and viruses and listening to him and having him tell us what to do? He is not a doctor. People treat him like he is because he's a billionaire, because of his status. He is not trained to give us medical advice. And he makes billions upon billions every time there's a pandemic and then a new vaccine. He, he created viruses for the computer and now he's creating viruses for humanity. Back to what we were originally talking about. It would cost around $100 billion to fix our infrastructure. In the eyes of what we spend and how much debt, $100 billion is not that much and it would help us out tremendously. If it doesn't get fixed, it would be trillions of dollars to fix the damage that would happen. And that's after, I mean, how many people would be would be left? If, if something like this was to happen in the dead of winter in Nebraska, it's like negative 40 yeah, wind chill. Yeah, the wind chill, it's... Oof. And I got family who lives in Chicago. I got family that lives in Minnesota. It's freezing. Those skills for the country folk are going to come in handy. Absolutely. And also having a backup plan for if this does happen, where's your meeting point? Yeah. Are you going to go go to your parents? Like I've talked to my family about this. Like here's where we should meet. I think having a backup plan, what are you going to do? And group up. Be, yeah. be with your people. That's and the most important thing. In general, in the world we live in, it's really good to be prepared. Have a plan like this. Anything could happen at any moment. It's uh, scary times that we live in. We know that our parents told us about duck and cover and, you know, the Cold War back when they were growing up. And that that was the, you know, one of the scariest times that they went through. But they lived in a time where nuclear war, they were very worried about it. But the odds of it happening were very low because it's mutual assured destruction. Both sides lose and everyone dies. So the odds of it happening were, were very low. And odds of something this happening where, you know, the the natural event from the sun or an EMP explosion that does the same exact event, that way they wouldn't be dropping a bomb on anyone. They would just mm -hmm. be destroying the power grid and then... This, they, they wouldn't technically be killing people. They wouldn't, but even if that's how they used it to justify in their mind, they got a very sick and demented mind. Yeah. Because 90, if 90% of people were to die, that's it's the same thing. It's just prolonging the death. It's their fault that it happened. Yeah. When we're reliant on this type of you know, electricity. They take our taxes, tax money, and we are expecting them to use them in our best interest. They spent trillions on COVID, the pandemic, and then you think they're not going to prepare themselves for this. There's another little thing that we're learning about right now. Is, is it called Disease X? Remember how they have that new, there's a new disease that a company's already patenting the cure for called Disease X. Now we don't, I, I'm not bringing all information on that because I need to research that piece. But if they're already, they're already patenting the cure for a disease that they, well, they say 100% mortality. It's like, well, what the mm -hmm. hell? But when you, when you learn about these things, the most important thing that you can do is then go research it more to find out more information. Because you don't want to take the first thing that you see on the internet for face value you got to truly understand that that's going to, yeah. if that's and, really happening, but also... And anyone that's trying to do good for humanity is going to tell you, do your own research. They're not just going to say blindly believe, that blind faith. Sometimes that's good, but you have I, to do your research. You can't have blind faith in the current media that we have set up. They're all bought out by 
anyone. They're they're mm-hmm. told what they can talk about. That's why you don't see much stuff in the news about Carrington event, about UFOs, about non-human intelligence, because they don't want you to see it. Another item that we learned about was the current military, you know, our military. Their infrastructure is hardened. So something like this would not take down their infrastructure. However, they get most of their electricity from civilian power plants. I think they said like 99%. That means that if a catastrophic event, not a flood, but a CME or a EMP was to happen, that their infrastructure would still be okay. They still wouldn't. It's saying that the military still could be in trouble if they're getting most of their power from civilian power plants okay but they you know they probably have the backup generators and they probably have something in place i don't know but all i know is that their infrastructure is hardened ours is not and so i found that that was a little scary why why would russia be putting things in place to save their country and we aren't it makes you question the narrative again yeah. That everything in Russia is bad and that Putin is just the most per- terrible person ever. Mm-hmm. Well, we don't get Russian news. I'm not out here promoting Russia, Russia like I'm not. Yeah. But I'm just but... saying we don't get really the news from Russia where, you know, there are quote unquote enemies. And but... when I, yeah, when I worked in public radio, I would play classical music and people were like, a lot of great music. You think of the Nutcracker. That's Tchaikovsky. He's from Russia. So it was funny how many people emailed in saying, can you please not play Tchaikovsky or this uh, Russian pianist? And I'm like, look, I'm not going to play that game of Russia's bad. We're just going to... No, I'm not going to make the people suffer Right in Russia. It's not them. We're all humans. Yeah. It's the, it's the leadership and the people that it's the strings that are being pulled yeah. and it's the Behind information the that the mainstream media is feeding you. Yeah. You cannot be trusted. Right. Yeah. So the, apparently there, Russia and China are way ahead of the game that they've invested more in the vacuum tubes. And, and an, Oh yeah, that's true with China. And another thing, if our grid goes down, how many of our resources come from China because if ours doesn't go down and theirs does in China, I mean, they're setting up for it, but what would happen if China shuts yes. down and we don't? When we're buying most of our goods from China. From China. Mm-hmm. I have to look into that too because... Something right. to think about. Yeah. I mean, I think that we should be investing more in the companies and the in the businesses that we have in our own country. Well, and that was Donald Trump's big thing too, is he wanted stuff to... Let's start making stuff in America again. Yeah. And that's one thing I liked about him because I was like, yeah, why aren't we? Yeah. We're going to go more into that in the uh, following episodes this week. This is uh, part one of episode three. We, we covered a lot of things. So main topics, be prepared. Know what your backup plan is. Be able to protect yourself and have have food. Make sure you got food and water. And if you are interested in the documentary, it's currently not up on the Grid Down Power Up website that Dennis Quaid stars in, but you can find it on Vimeo. It's not an app I'm familiar with. That's where we watched it last night. And then the Tucker Carlson and Dennis Quaid interview, we will link in the show notes below so you can check that out. Thanks for tuning in. For updates, just search for It Can't Be a Joke on Instagram, X, YouTube, and Patreon. What are your thoughts on this episode or stories you'd like to share with us? 
We want to hear from you. Shoot us an email at it can't be a joke at gmail.com and don't stop looking up. Thank you.